All right. So, okay. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. It is 2023 because time is flying and I am a busy person. That's the reason it's 2023. My name is Stephanie Walsh. You are listening to Side B Radio, the podcast. And I recorded this episode several weeks, if not months ago, with two of my friends, Emily and Francine. And I, first of all, I need to give them both big, huge apologies that I made them sit with me and record this and talk about this topic and then did nothing with the audio for until now. And the reason for that is that like, I have literally been so busy. I work three jobs. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, I work three jobs. And I also need to like have some semblance of a social life. And then the holidays and like, there's no excuses, but I'm just letting you know what's been going on with me. So again, I sincerely apologize for not getting this out sooner. If you've been waiting for it, I've, I've teased it. I've talked about it a few times. And then this morning, something happened that made me go, you know what? It's time right now. Get this done immediately. I already edited the other portion of this, the pre-recorded topic of conversation. We were discussing, I guess, basically fat phobia and how society treats overweight people. So if you don't want to listen to that, I mean, skip it because this is the entire topic. And I'm about to tell you why right now I was triggered enough my sensitive snowflake fat self was triggered enough to go, you know what, get your microphone, record this intro and publish this episode. So I was on Instagram and there was a post by like a meme account that I follow. And it was discussing the, um, the way that male authors describe female anatomy, I guess, basically. And I went to the comments and immediately I saw men justifying this And it was meant to be a lighthearted post. Like, that's fine. But then men being like, oh, women get upset when men describe them this way, but then they go and idolize Kim Kardashian and, like, all this other stupid crap. So I made a comment that said, you know who maybe shouldn't comment on this post? Men. And wouldn't you know, I triggered some fragile masculine people. I don't even want to call this particular guy a man because... I feel like men know how to respect people. I feel like men are not sensitive little trolling fragile losers on the internet. And yeah, I'm insulting him now. But guess what? Because I replied to him, I was like, are they defending themselves or are they continuing to make derogatory comments about women? And then like the comment section kind of blew up a little with people being like, dude, chill to the guy. (laughs) And him getting all high and mighty about how I'm, like, sexist and, like, being a man-hater and all this. So I, after seeing all these comments, I was like, man, you seem like a very angry little man. Like, calm down. And it was my use of the word little that made him decide he needed to attack my appearance. Which, I meant little, like, intellectually. (laughs) I definitely wasn't referring to any part of his body. Because guess what? His account's private. Because... He can't handle people attacking him. Anyway, I went back and forth a couple times and he kept calling me fat. And I ended up having to block him because he said something like, oh, it sounds like you need to eat something. Your blood sugar must be low because of your diabetes. Which, not that this man or anyone deserves an explanation of what I look like, but anyone who knows me at all and anyone who even pays any attention to me, because if you just look at my profile on Instagram, you will see... I used to be much larger. I do work out. Do I go to the gym as consistently as I want to? No. Am I an active person? Yes. Do I try to eat well? Yes. Could I be better? Of course. 
but I'm still overweight. But I, I'm willing to bet I take better care of myself than this guy does. I'm just saying. And it's so infuriating that in 2023, and I'm pretty sure I said this during the pre-record, in 2022, why is fat the worst thing you can be? Why are we still resorting to, oh, let's comment on someone's physical appearance? So when I said that to him, he was like, you started it. You called me little. So of course I hit below the belt and I said, oh, I meant a little intellectually. Oh, you thought I meant, oh, is that a sensitive subject for you? Sorry. Like, but then, like I said, I had to block him because he just wasn't going to stop because he's a man and he has to be right and he has to have the last word. So I was like, okay, bye. And then I realized he probably thinks to himself, like, oh, I won that one. And like, how pathetic are you, man? Uh, anyway, there are so many ways to upset someone without having to resort to, like, commenting on their physical appearance. Like, if your goal is to upset somebody, you can insult something they enjoy. You can insult their opinion about something. You know, whatever the case may be. But no, we have to go, oh, well, you're fat. Oh, okay, you won that one. Like, <laughs> cool story. Anyway, uh, so Fran, Emily, and I had a pretty long discussion about all these things. And, like, there's more that I could say, because even after we recorded this, I don't know if you guys saw, there was a Gatorade ad on Twitter that had a very large woman doing, like, a yoga pose where she was, like, standing on her head. And the comments were so mean. And in the meantime, she's doing literally what people say fat people need to do. People are always like, fat people should just exercise more. Fat people should do this. She's standing on her head doing a yoga pose. And she's wearing, like, an active wear outfit. And people were still like, well, I shouldn't have to look at it. Oh, my God. I shouldn't have to look at your ignorant bullshit on the internet. But here we are. Like, anyway. So... <laughs> It's still a problem. I really would also love to talk about the fat women's dating experiences, like on dating apps and whatnot, because like my experiences are very different from my thin friends. And not to say that my thin friends don't have issues on dating apps. Everybody does. But I feel like your weight definitely plays a part in the kind of men you're attracting, the way that you are spoken to, and... Um, whether or not they're actually going to go out with you versus like they're just trying to hook up because you know a lot of men think that fat women will take any attention we can get because god forbid an, a man actually likes you for you and not just your body or is ashamed of your body or whatever anyways i'm getting off topic because i need to let you guys hear this episode that we already recorded please give feedback if you want to give feedback um sorry again that it took so long hopefully i can get more episodes out i want to talk about like some projects that friends of mine are doing. I would love to have some friends that are on Broadway back on the show and like all sorts of stuff. So hopefully I can have some consistency with this show, even if it's monthly, even if it's bi-weekly, something. Because I do enjoy it. I mean, I did go to school for broadcasting. I do love having the equipment and the gear and like discussing things with you guys. So um, Twitter at SideB Radio, Instagram at SideB Podcast, Facebook.com, SideB Radio, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and I would really love to hear your thoughts on it as well. Thank you. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is Stephanie Walsh. You are listening to Side B Radio, the podcast, and today I have two friends with me because there's just been some stuff going on in the media that I've been personally thinking, man, I really want to discuss this on a podcast, and then one of my friends was saying basically the same thing. She just doesn't have the platform, and then... My other friend was like, yeah, I have things that I would say about that too. So anyway, 
Emily and Francine are here, and we're going to kind of roundtable and just kind of discuss this nonsense about, I don't know, fat phobia, I guess, would be the biggest way to just say that in general. And I mean, I am a plus-size woman. I don't know how you guys identify. <laughs> Feel free to discuss that. But Emily, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Emily. I would identify myself as a plus-size woman. Uh, I have definitely been more plus-size in the past, but have lost some weight, but even post weight loss surgery, I'm still considered a plus size woman. That's me, yeah. <laughs> Francine? Hi, Francine. Um, currently, I do wear standard sizes. However, I have been plus size in the past, but I do still believe I have a non-standard body type, um, which is difficult to deal with sometimes as well. So would you be what the Gen Z kids are calling mid-size? Possibly. I guess so. I think that's like... I saw something... I want to say it's like a size 8 to a 12. They're calling that mid-size. Oh. oh then perfect. Yeah, yes. I guess that's where I was. Yeah. <laughs> mid-size. I just think it's funny because like depending on who you talk to, mid-size goes all the way like to 16. And I'm like, no, that's a plus size. Like, what are you doing? Like... 14 and up is plus. That's what I've always heard is plus size. Yeah. But I guess since you can buy 14 in standard shops. Yeah. So I'm right so on the is, cusp. Yeah. That's where I am. Like right, right. Like a 14, 12, 14 probably is where I live. Well, depending on the shop, I'm literally like a 14 to a 20. So. Yeah. Like that's, it's such, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And then like places like Torrid do vanity sizing where like. I mean, you know, I wear like a 14, 16 in Torrid, and it's like, I know I'm not a size 14. I cannot go into Macy's and buy a size 14. Right. Like. But it feels good. It, it kind of doesn't, though, because it's like, who are we fooling? And yeah. then you hear like how people try to claim like, well, Marilyn Monroe was a 14. No, she wasn't. Absolutely <laughs> she, she never was that. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what, like, what lies people are telling themselves. And it doesn't matter. I mean, she had curves or whatever, but she I'm sure she was a very petite woman. I yeah, and it might have been, even if it was a size 14, it would be in her hips where she had a, <laughs> like, very tiny waist. Exactly. And well, and that's the whole thing, too, right? Because the way the women's sizes in general go, like, like I said, I can wear six different sizes depending. And, like, I know your your closet pretty much runs the gamut of, like, three to four different sizes, too, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it you have, like, really a medium, does. a large. Like. <laughs> Absolutely. Um and shopping just isn't fun, really. Yeah. It's crazy. because And, like, you know, because men's sizes literally just go by, like, the circumference of their waist or whatever. It's just whatever your waist size is, you know, 36, 32 is your jean size, and there you go. Or whatever. I don't even know what size is a 36-inch waist. But I don't understand the double standard. And I don't understand why it matters. Because, even again, like, with Torrid, it's not even a 14. It's a 1. Why? Why am I size 1? Like, right. <laughs> who are we kidding? Um... But all of that to say, there's been, there seems to have been a shift in body positivity, but then it almost feels like lately, like there's a backlash to it. There was people like being accepting and being like, yes, this is good and just love the body you're in. And so, lately I keep seeing a lot of like, no, fat is disgusting, fat is, not that that ever completely went away, but it's almost like there's been a backlash. I mean, I personally had a conversation recently with a backlash to that kind of talk. But, like, there's people like Lizzo. There are people like, um, the new Peloton instructor, the rowing instructor. She's 
a big woman. She's but like obviously she's fit, but I think she said like she's pretty much like an XL, like in general, just that's her probably like a twelve maybe. I don't know. Um and she got so much hate when they announced that she was gonna be working at Peloton. So many people posted just nasty things about how fat obviously this doesn't work, LOL, look at the instructor. Like Yeah, I, I have that issue in <laughs> athletics. Like with athletes, because I've been an athlete my whole life. I was a swimmer. I swam for college. I was, uh, I've never not been heavy my entire life. Uh, my resting heart rate, heart rate is a 56. I am very fit. I ride my bike very often. Like I rode a 30, I did a 30 mile ride yes, last week and um, I've, but I'm not like the picture of an athlete. Right. So I know pe- like I've had a conversation where like people have gotten like furious about that. I'm more fit than they are. And it's so crazy because, um, yeah, I might not be as small as you are, but yeah. I've certainly can swim faster than you. So, well, and that's kind of, um, one of the very common like misconceptions about plus size people, right, is that they're lazy or unhealthy or whatever. I know, like, first of all, it's nobody's business but mine and my doctor's what my health issues are. Right. But people always tend to be surprised. And even like there's stories from plus size people who say like doctors will be surprised when like your blood work comes back normal. And I've had that happen. They've been like, oh, yeah, all your things are normal. And they're like, huh. And it's like, you mean, huh? <laughs> like, why wouldn't it be? Oh, because I'm fat? Like... Well, I think the education around, like, metabolism and why people are naturally inclined to be different sizes is kind of lacking. Yeah. I I feel like this whole idea that caloric deficit is basically how you stay fit, and if, you know, you're not eating right, then you're going to balloon, but some people do eat right, and don't lose any weight. And there's some people who don't eat right that stay stick thin for their whole lives. Right. So... I mean, the conversation around that is is very basic, and I don't know if there's any real, like, good research on it either. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's probably research, but you're as far as trickling down to people, like, who don't study it, for example, I don't think it's a common thing. Well, but I also think, like, even when you talk to your doctor about losing weight, it's the standard, mm-hmm. like, you know, stay under 1,500 calories a day and, like, don't... Or when you talk to your doctor about any kind of pain that you're having and it's, oh, well, if you lost some weight... You wouldn't be dealing right, with that. Right. Yeah. So. Um, which, yes, in some cases that's true. For example, I had a back injury. Um, I, like, slipped a disc or something. Or not quite. I don't know. Something had happened where, like, it was inflamed. I had to go to a chiropractor for, like, three times a week. This was in 2019. I was probably at least 40 to 50 pounds heavier than I am right now in 2019. And it hurt. I had to wear a back brace for a while. I had a TENS machine. Like, it was, like, right on my lower back. After losing that weight, that pain has been gone. It just started coming back again, but I think it's because I've just been working out so much lately. Um, and it's certainly mild. Like, I literally was, like, incapacitated with this pain I've before. So, so yeah, in some cases, losing the weight, did, that alleviated that a bit. It's not gone for good because it's a disc thing. Like, it's a spinal thing. But um, it just sucks when that's the go-to. And in my opinion, if that's the go-to, find a new doctor. Yeah, I, I'm fortunate that I have a doctor that does believe the things I say as opposed to looking at my body and just making assumptions. But 
I have PCOS. I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. I do too. And yeah. so, <laughs> wow. Welcome to the channel. <laughs> so, uh, so the thing that was recommended to me was weight loss surgery, but spoiler alert, weight loss surgery doesn't help with hormonal issues right. and it is still going to be impossible for like, not impossible, but very difficult and take way more time to lose weight. So like someone who gets weight loss surgery and doesn't have PCOS can be very, very successful. And for me, I was successful, but not like, I yeah. didn't lose a hundred pounds. I didn't lose 150 pounds, but. Well, I'm- in my, so I had weight loss surgery in 2014 and I, I lost just over a hundred pounds and then plateaued like completely. And then it just started to creep back on. And then, um, Unfortunately, I didn't really notice it coming back on until it was like about 30 pounds back up, you know? And then I lost my mother and just did not handle that well. And so this was around 2019 when I finally was like, what am I doing to myself? Like, I finally kind of looked in the mirror and was like, get your stuff, you know, come on, get it together. Um, And so I've been up and down. I'm still probably about 20 pounds to 30 pounds bigger than my lowest adult weight but um I like I can't necessarily binge eat you know and if I have too much sugar it's like I get sick like anyone that spends time with me knows like a lot of times if I go out to dinner I would rather just go throw up than like sit there uncomfortable if it's not like sitting right and that depends on what I've eaten probably because there's too much grease in it like and it sucks because like borderline eating disorder right like I'm like sitting there at dinner and I'm like excuse me I just have to go throw up now (laughs) yeah I don't mean to be I don't want to be I don't do it on like it's not what it's not binging to go vomit or anything like that's not the intention but since my surgery I either one have to eat slower which sometimes I don't or the way that the food is prepared at the restaurant or whatever it messes with like my system like we were talking about that the other day like I can't creamy things I just can't have super creamy stuff that doesn't sit well and we were we were at uh Dunkin Donuts and I like we saw the milkshake thing and I was like I haven't had a milkshake in almost 10 years because I can't have milkshakes anymore um but all of that to say like society is unnecessarily cruel to fat people though and lately that's just been it seems like it's happening a lot more lately again like I know like early 2000s and stuff you know there was like there would be magazine covers that said like thin is in and have like all like the people with the low-rise jeans and like their bellies showing and whatnot but I feel like that's coming back around it was heroin chic time yeah yeah I always say that that uh fat shaming is the the only acceptable form of bullying like nobody cares like everyone's like like don't oh, like it, lose weight. Yeah, <laughs> and, but, like I'll hear because I'm a high school teacher, which they're just terrible in high school. Like <laughs> they're all also they're, they're all Spanish speakers. But I have like any kid that's heavier, boy or a girl, they'll they'll call them gordita or gordito. It's like, mm-hmm. can you not <laughs> yeah. just leave them alone? <laughs> just that do you think that's an endearing nickname? They're probably going home and like not happy about it. Right. And yeah, it's. I, I remember a friend of mine posting a meme that said nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. I remember that. That's that's like a Weight Watchers phrase, I think. Was it? I, I think so. It really? like, it's from some movie, I think. Yeah. That's but like, it's, it's been around know. a long yeah, time. I don't know. But I was like, did she really just post that? Like, 
I've seen Who's this I've for? seen like but I've seen like clapbacks to that that go pizza. Pizza tastes as good as Steve Hills. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, disagree. I can make a list. <laughs> but it's that's what it just makes me so angry because my genetics definitely play a factor into my size. Did I overeat? Never like because at my heaviest, I was over four hundred pounds. I was a big girl in my twenties. I was a miserable, fat, unhappy person. So yes, is that like my fault? To an extent, yes. But like, I take really good care of myself now, and I'm still a size, you know, fourteen to twenty. So. And isn't it exhausting worrying about it all the time? All the time. All the time. Like, on a daily basis. And it sucks because, you know, like, someone who just sees me, like, walking down the street, whatever, sees me sitting on the subway, they probably think, God, she doesn't take care of herself. She's a fat, lazy, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, but, like, look at what I used to look like. You know what I Like, I've come so far, and it's still not good enough. Yeah, it's never going to be good enough. It's never, never going to be good enough. I, I, when I was heavier, I was never so so heavy I was just so unhappy so I think I my the weight that I started got when I got the weight loss surgery was 257 that was the weight I was and I was miserable and so I was talking about it to somebody at work one day and a woman I work with said and I'll like I'll never like she was she said oh I, you'll just lose weight. I, I watch what you eat. You just lose weight if you didn't eat the things you ate. And I was like, thanks for your advice. And then post the surgery, she came up to me in the hallway. This is an older woman, probably in her 60s. An older woman came up to me and goes, you know, you look so much better without all those chins. <gasps> True story. True oh. story. Oh, lady. I just, I also think that it's crazy. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to name this person because I don't want to like put, draw attention to him. But a friend of mine got really sick a few months ago and he lost like 50 pounds because he was ill. And he just recently went on a trip. So he was posting pictures from the trip. All the comments were like, oh my God, you look amazing. You look so good. Oh, I can't believe you've lost so much weight. It's like, yeah, because he was in the hospital. (laughs) But thanks. Right. (laughs) Don't comment on my weight ever, no matter what it is. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. And it also, it's for me personally, lately, it feels disingenuine when someone talks about my weight because it's usually like, oh, you look so great. And like, I don't feel like I look great. Like, I don't feel like I look terrible. Like, I haven't noticed a change in my body in a positive way in a while. I just feel like I'm just kind of maintaining or whatever. And it's kind of like, do you even mean it or you just know that I'm doing this so you're saying like oh yeah it's really paying off you know what I mean like I haven't lost a size or two like I haven't gone down like again maintaining I think like my body is kind of changing like I did notice like I wore leggings on like a t-shirt yesterday and I definitely have a little more of an hourglass going on than I did like my hips are wider but are they wider or did you know what I mean did I gain weight and my hips are wider or did my waist get smaller I don't know so and there's the whole that, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. And if you're more active, like, then you're going to be, like, heavier because muscle weight versus fat weight. And, like, I went to my hairdresser yesterday, and I haven't seen him in a long time. And he was taught, we were talking about, he's like, oh, you still going to the gym? He's he like, you look really great. Maybe since the last time you saw me, sure, that was, like, eight months ago. <laughs> so am I doing great? I don't know. And then it gets in your head because 
Even though you're still, like, don't comment on my weight. People are still thinking it. Everybody that sees you is thinking it. No matter what you're doing, just walking down the street, somebody's going to look at you. I'll never forget when I was at my heaviest, we came up here to visit my dad. He had just moved up. Like, he had moved from Florida to live up here in the apartment next door, actually. (laughs) Um, I was walking in Manhattan with my sister, and some, like, homeless man looked at us and just went, God damn, that's a big bitch, and just kept walking. And I was like, what? Like, did that just happen? Yes, it did. I was just existing on the street. The audacity. <laughs> I know. I, and he didn't want it. anything. He just wanted to announce, like, wow, you're really fat. Bye. And just kept going. Like, thanks. 23-year-old me really loved that experience. <laughs> like, so, and that's, that's in my head all the time. Those kinds of thoughts are in my head all the time. I cannot turn them off. If I'm sitting on a subway, I think to myself, is someone going to try to sit next to me? Are they going to feel like I'm taking up too much space here? Like, all the time. No matter where I'm at. No matter what I'm doing. When I go to the theater, I get scared that I'm going to be, like, crowding the person next to me. Um, Planes. Like, there was one time I was... I don't even remember where the flight was to, but I was stuck in, like, a middle seat. And the men on either side of me both kind of were like... When I sat down and I really wanted to say to them, I am more uncomfortable than you are. I guarantee you. (laughs) You should have just said it. I think I would say it now. I like, you know what? Like, I think I've gotten like harder and like more outspoken about my opinions as I've gotten older. I think that's definitely a real thing that like, you just kind of stop giving a shit when you get older. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it sucks because again, you don't know anybody's personal story. Right. And, like, I've had people, I'm sorry, I feel like I need to apologize for the gas that is coming from under the table. <laughs> I'm personally choking as I talk right now. My dog is, I, he's like a toxic little tank. He, <laughs> your dog. <laughs> oh Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, nobody, like, like you said, like, you've been an athlete your whole life. I wouldn't know that looking at you. Not in, like, a good or bad way. You don't carry yourself like I'm this big giant athlete, which is nobody knows anybody's story. And like, especially on the internet, people are just the meanest for no reason. And it's sometimes like, would you say this in real life? I I really wish like there, there should be like that filter when you're responding to a stranger, there should be a pop up that goes, would you say this to this person's face? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe some people would go, huh? No, I wouldn't. Let me not say this and go about my day. Some people would go, yeah, and do it anyway. But maybe it would make some people think. Because I do think that people just don't. Um, what was it? Oh, during COVID, there was a basketball game at that the basketball court in uh, the village, like across from the IFC. Mm-hmm. Um, no one had a mask on. And I commented that. I was like, this is scary because it was huge. And somebody commented back to me saying something like, not as scary as your fat ass not, like, working out or something. It was so random, but it was basically just, like, you're fat. And I was just like, did you really need to, like, stop your day to make this... And, like, did I need to stop my day to point out that there were no masks? No, I didn't. But I wasn't, like, attack... I wasn't like, you in the green shirt. You know what I mean? Like, it was a general statement of, hey, that looks unsafe. Right. One was a (laughs) complete personal safety hazard. And one is, I'm going to be mean because I... A nightmare. <laughs> but that's, and like, and that's what you think about, like, with Ash, 
Pryor, that's her name, I think, Ash Pryor, the Peloton person. She's literally a fitness instructor, and just random strangers on the internet are attacking her for existing. Lizzo. How many people that comment on what Lizzo does could do what she does? Her concerts are how long? Like, how long's her set? Over an hour, right? Like, and she's dancing her ass off and singing the whole time. Right. Running around on stage. Like, it's not, and not, not to compare necessarily, but like, like Adele's concerts were a very different experience. You know what I mean? Like, she stood in one place or even, I think she sat in a chair for some of her songs. Lizzo is dancing. (laughs) And I think Lizzo is probably big. I don't remember how heavy. I know Adele is skinny now or then. I don't know. But it's one thing to be like obese and not fit. And I don't know anything about Adele. For all I know, she was also super active, whatever. But you know that Lizzo is active. She's also like a vegan. Like she proudly states like she eats really clean and she does all these things. And people still come at her nonstop. Like, I saw something she posted that was like, did you have any idea that you were going to, like, make all the, have all the success, but people were only going to talk about your weight? <laughs> she was like, oh. But also, even if you are an obese person and you don't exercise or you aren't necessarily healthy, you still deserve respect. Yes. And. No, for sure. Like, yeah. And so I feel like, I feel like. People who are overweight or obese always feel the need to be like, but I'm not unhealthy or justify like why they are that way. But and it's just because of that, because of the disrespect and they just feel like they constantly need to be justifying their existence and their way of life. But it's it's a double edged sword, too, right? Because like some people won't go to the gym because they don't want to be stared at. And then people say like, oh, but you should give it a shot. I've seen people like looking at me at the gym. I've I've had to move from machines that I'm on because somebody was recording it. I don't know if they were meaning to film me, but I was in the background of their video and I was like, I'm not going to be on the internet. Like, and I've moved. And I get really mad because I'm pretty sure there are signs that say don't film at my gym. Like, I think there's like something posted to like, hey, don't take pictures and whatnot. And there was literally a girl, like she had her phone like set up on the mirror to, to record herself. And for all I know, that is her own personal, like, I just want to see my form, whatever. I'm not going to post this anywhere. But I don't want to be behind you. Right. I don't need more people's eyes on me while I'm working out. I get self-conscious when, because, like, I, I don't run on the treadmill. I don't know that I'll ever be to the point that I run. But sometimes the gym is full and the only treadmill is the one next to runner number one and runner number two. Right. And then I'm just sitting there... <laughs> You know, (laughs) working out, my face is flushed, I'm sweating, but I'm not moving like they are. They probably don't care. I do. And that sucks. Yeah, I'm a big Zumba person. Like, Mm -hmm. I met my best friend at Zumba class when we were 23. Like, and, like, she's a Zumba instructor. And people will record themselves doing Zumba because it's like dancing and it's cool and it's Mm -hmm. fun and I glue myself to the back I won't even like I don't even really like looking in the mirror Mm -hmm. when I'm at the gym I don't want to see me I don't I know I I hate that the arm machines are facing the mirrors in my gym so like no matter what you're doing you're like this in the mirror yeah so you can be like going like this if you (laughs) yeah I don't want to see me I don't want to like I have also some like body dysmorphia like I don't want to look at me I don't want to I don't want to know me like I think when I was living, I was living with my best friend for six years, mm-hmm. and 
I don't think I looked in the mirror for six years because I could just be like, hey, does this look good? And then leave. Like, yeah. I didn't have to look at me. I could just... And then we had, like, basically a funhouse mirror in our apartment. It was the only full-size mirror. It was, like, a funhouse mirror. So it was like, okay, well, it's distorting my body also. So if I looked in this mirror, <laughs> oh, no. like, I don't know what I look like in any way. Um, but, yeah, it's, looking in the mirror was always, like, really hard. Like, I, it's easier for me to be like, hey, does this look okay on me? Than me to, like, look in the mirror and make a judgment for myself because I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know really what I look like. I don't have a full-size mirror in my home. I don't have, not one. Um, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to know. <laughs> I definitely have some dysmorphia going on. I think a lot of plus-size people do, especially if you've gone up and down in weight. But I often think that I'm still way bigger than I am, which I guess yeah. is kind of a good thing. Like, when you, like, when you say, and you're like, oh. Like, yeah. I remember during the pandemic when I started, like, I lost weight. Like, I started cooking at home, and I started, because what else are you going to do? You can't go anywhere. So I was cooking <laughs> at home. Um, I was doing like YouTube workouts, like, um, like basically marching in place almost like there was like videos of like, you know, doing like knee kicks and whatever. Um, but I ordered a pair of jeans that were a size smaller than I had been wearing. I think they were like a 16 and when they showed up and I held them up and I was like, these aren't going to fit me and they fit perfectly. And I was like, oh, okay. Like you have this in your head that you're just a bigger person than you are and like it kind of sucks because, again, you think you're taking up more space than you're taking up. And you – I I do. And, like, people say, like, take up your space. You know, be proud of yourself and all that. Sure, in theory, in New York City, it's very hard to be a fat person <laughs> in, like, public yes. spaces. Um, not to say that it's not in other places. But There's although when we started people. going down south and, like, I remember I pointed out, like, when, I think we were in Cracker Barrel. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of larger oh. people in here. <laughs> yeah. And I don't – I, it wasn't like I wasn't being cruel. I was just kind of thinking like this. This population looks very different than New York. Does. It's also there's there's less physical space in New York City. Like mm-hmm. you get on a subway and there's crowded. it's crowded. You're touching people. Uh-huh. Like you are very aware of the space you're taking up. Even if you're like small, yeah, like, you are very aware of the, the space you're taking up. The sidewalks are small and like. People will push you into, like, mm-hmm. the street, and, like, there's only a certain amount of space, and we have crammed so many people here that that is definitely, like, y- you have to be aware of your space, because yeah. uh, there just isn't that much of it. There was, on my way to the Peloton studio last month, when I went to a Peloton, I was on my way to a workout class, I got on the 7 train... And it was very crowded. It was super early in the morning, and it was just packed, I guess, people going into work. It was a Saturday, but it was still, like, I feel bad. Like, the 7 train is one of the ones that caters to the outside, you know, the outer areas that are cheaper to live in, so it's always going to be crowded. Anyway, I got kind of squished up against the door. There was enough room that nobody was touching, but I was right next to this very small man. And as soon as we got to the next station, he very dramatically got out and in like, to get away from me. Oh and I was like, I w- didn't even look at you, dude. Like, what? Like, I mean, I guess I, I looked at him enough to notice him. But it was just, it was very dramatic the way he acted like this was torture to be next to me on the train. And then how he got, he literally got out and, like, ran to the next. And well, I watched well, him get back in. Well, is contagious. Yeah, so. right? Like, <laughs> you had to leave. <laughs> he had to leave. It was kind of like what Francine, you were saying before about um, how we have to justify our size or whatever. 
right. how we have to like well I'm fat but I yeah. do this I'm fat but I don't eat this whatever why don't skinny people have to there are skin, some thin people eat like absolute shit yeah like I mean and some honestly some fat people do too I mean that is obvious there is a reason you know it's not all genetics it's not all you know metabolism whatever some people literally just eat themselves into like obesity and whatever I had a friend who she had weight loss surgery she stayed big she started taking a sleep aid or something and she lost weight she was definitely taking some kind of diet pill and she claimed that it was like an antidepressant whatever she's 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 thin now I don't we no longer talk but even after her weight loss surgery and like when we would be together and like get food like after my weight loss surgery and like I'd be preparing meals and things she would eat, like, her meal would be, like, a bag of potato chips. That's so funny you said that. When I, I got my surgery, and there was another woman in the hospital with me. We got this, or there was three of us. We all got the surgery the same day. And I own a boat company, So she, at, and it was August, so the next week, or the week after. It was, like, very, very early when I had just started, like, going back to work or doing things. I invited her and her family out on the boat to, like, come and see, and she was e- eating a bag of potato chips. I was like, girl, you have weight loss surgery two weeks ago. What is happening? Wow. I I mean, I kind of, there's sometimes that I wish I could go back to like, not, I don't want the pain, (laughs) but yeah, I drank protein shakes and was fine with it. I was content with my protein shakes. Same. Didn't need food. Didn't like, I didn't like eating after surgery. It was like such a chore. I didn't like chewing. I would have rather just had my smoothie or my shake and go about my day. And like I was, but I was satiated too. Like I didn't want anything else. I really wish that I could like maybe wean myself at like one a day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what is it? Slim fast, <laughs> shake yeah. for breakfast, and I feel like that would make life easier too, as far as like meal prepping. <laughs> so I there I guess there are like two types of people, right? People who like love food and that's why they're overweight, um, and people who eat food because of like emotional eating. Yeah. And I am an emotional eater and Same. I actively yeah. dislike food. Like I, and maybe it's because I've had such a problem. Like I've lived with an eating disorder for, mm-hmm. for many years. Um, and I don't like food and people get like frustrated with me because I just like, I just section off food groups that I don't eat. I don't eat meat. I don't eat sweets. I don't eat, um, I don't eat fruit. I just like I there's just huge chunks of things that people eat that I just won't eat. Um, like the sweet thing is just because I don't have a sweet tooth. I was mm-hmm. not like I could eat um, popcorn for the rest of my life, but I like don't I don't need like I think there's you a, tend to go for if you're snacking you're yeah, a salty it's snacker. always salty. So like I have a piece of cake in my or like something I don't know in my refrigerator. It's been there for like five days. Like I probably won't eat it. It's probably gonna go bad in there just because <laughs> I don't want it. Like it's not my thing. People get, like, frustrated with me because I don't... There's just a lot of things I don't eat. And, like, it very certainly could be, like, because I... Because I don't like... Like, my favorite thing to eat is a salad. And that's, like, a genuine thing. Like, my favorite thing to eat is a salad. Um, because I love vegetables. Okay. So, like, and then... But, like, then, with your salad, like, do you like to, like... Because salads can be great because they're so diverse. I mean, it's not like, lettuce with... with My salad, it's very good. I have in my salad... I have black beans and, uh, so I have black beans and cucumbers and peppers, peppers, onions, 
some like seed usually it's been pumpkin seeds this mm-hmm. this Ooh, month yum. so good <laughs> and I don't like salad oh and cheese and like some sort of cheese so I've been eating low fat feta cheese because it's right. like better for you or whatever but like that is the meal I eat probably four times a week because I it's my favorite thing to eat but see that's I like I like having salad stuff ready to go and like you can change it up you know yeah. throw in some olives throw in some garbanzo yeah. beans like whatever you want to do and it it can be healthy, but we were also discussing some, like, if you eat salads, like, from, like, a restaurant, for example. Yeah, they're not great. They're going to be <laughs> crap, because it's all piled on with, you know, it's drowned in dressing. It's yeah. fried chicken, usually. Yeah. <laughs> so I put tofu in my salad. I can't sorry. do tofu. I cannot mm, do tofu. I wish that I could, because it's favorite. supposed to be so healthy. I can't. It's so good. You're tofu also really not supposed to eat it with PCOS, and it's, <laughs> you need so much of it. It's a, that's like one of the only foods that it's a texture problem for me. I feel like tofu is spongy and I just can't do it. It's fair. Yeah. It's a fair point. Um, I, cause I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Like I, there's people like, like my friend Adam, for example, he, it's very textural for him. He's got, he eats like a five year old boy, like <laughs> chicken nuggets and cheese pizza. And he'd be a happy guy. But whenever he has tried to like go outside the box, cause he will once in a while, he'll try something new. And it's like 90% immediately now. You know what I mean? Like, you'll take a bite and be like, no thanks. And yeah. it's like, okay. It's funny, my, my whole, because my whole life I've been overweight, right? My, and my, it's not just me. My, my family is big. Like, we, I, yeah. I, oh, I'm five, seven, and I'm the shortest person in my family. And my extended family, I live in the land of the giants. That's what I like to call us. <laughs> We're so big. Everybody's big. Um, and, my I, I won't eat a pasta dish. I won't buy a pasta dish. Like, it won't happen because my whole fi- my whole life it's been, uh, you can't eat that. That's just carbs. Like, my whole life. I like, saw I someone. Can't eat it. I, don't, I don't know who she is. I, she's some famous person. I don't know if she's an influencer or if she's an actual famous person because <laughs> that's how you know you're getting old. There are so many people who are famous and I have no idea who they are. But she said, like, she's never, never had pasta. Because she's a because pasta makes you fat, so yeah. she's just never had it. Yeah, it's very very. She's rare like terrified of it and just. Same. So that was something else I learned too. Um, Devin Little, she is she was on BuzzFeed for a while, but she has like a YouTube channel, and I know her because she went to Michigan with. She was a member of Team Star Kid. Long story. We don't need to get into that. But anyways, Devin, she had an eating disorder, so she made a vlog a few months ago now, I guess of five foods that like she made herself try. Like she did a video series like on purpose. She intentionally ate things that she was afraid of. She had like a phobia to. And I, when I was watching her, I was like, do I have that? I don't think I do. And I was like, well, obviously you don't, you're fat. You know, that like, it was in my head, like you eat whatever. Um, I don't cook with heavy cream. There are so many recipes that look really good and I want to try them. And it, I don't cook with it because heavy cream equals fat. Yeah. Yeah. I think And we like we have... we we made something and I like I bought a low fat thing and you were like, What the hell is this? I don't yeah. remember what it was, but you were like, What is this? Like yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. I think we all have disordered eating at this point. Yeah. Just from like diet culture and mm-hmm. how extensive it was. Cause like I, I just remember growing up being on diets My like, whole life. as a child. Mm-hmm. You know? Um So yeah, I all I my mind automatically grabs yeah. the low fat, reduced fat anything I know and and I I think about like my whole life right like my whole life I was on my first diet when I was in like my first like time on Weight Watchers when mm-hmm. I was in fifth grade right? or fourth grade or something yeah. and I was talking to my mom and like not to call her out or anything but 
Um, she, we were talking like a couple weeks ago on how, like Halloween about Halloween candy. And she's like, do you remember the time that I gave you and your sister $10 to give me your Halloween candy? And I was like, girl, like we, like I'm no longer that confused about why I have an eating disorder. Like my whole life, like it was. Now wait, did she give you the money so that you wouldn't eat it? Or so so that that she could eat it? No, that I wouldn't eat it. Because my mom is very, my mom is the smallest person in my family. My mom is small, but she was a runner. She's very, like very, um, and she's like my mom. Her so much. My mother's convinced herself that she likes waffle croissant crackers, whatever these they are. I like can't. Nobody like it's nobody, cardboard. Like, oh, it's no, cardboard. Nobody likes that. But um, that's the like she's very healthy. You know who likes very, that? People who eat it with cheese and prosciutto on top. Yeah, <laughs> you can eat the little like, thin crackers. People like that when they're yeah. feeding it to their dog. It's like why? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But like she's very she's very like health conscious. She's mm-hmm. very like like um. It's always been like that. My my sister and I and my father are big. We're like big people. And so it's always been like we have to figure out how to. And like granted, like I was the one who came to went to my mom when I was like nine. And I was like, I want to go on Weight Watchers because I think they advertise that you could like eat a donut if you want. Or like I'm pretty sure that yeah. was the thing. And I was on Weight Watchers and I wound up like losing a lot of weight when I was like from fifth to sixth grade or fifth to sixth to seventh grade I don't know seventh grade was when I started binge eating and purging so I don't know if that so like let's not count that but (laughs) I lost a lot of weight and also like had a growth spurt so I was like taller and thinner and so um but but I'm like it's just like it's so ingrained in parenting it's so ingrained in in like society like it's crazy it's just like from literally no, as far yeah. back as I can remember, I've it's been awful. on diets. But that, so I was definitely the kind, like the diets that I grew up with or whatever were definitely the kind where like you um, forbid yourself from eating certain food, like you prohibit certain foods in the house, whatever. And that my stepmom is still very much on that. Like that is how she has to lose weight. There are things she refuses to let herself eat. The problem there. For me, because, like, when I go to visit her, I'm not necessarily going to follow her strict regimen. And then she gets angry that people are eating things she wants to eat in front of her. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, so I actually had this conversation with my dad about um, my my stepmother's sister. when This was years ago already, but her son's girlfriend was living with them and she worked at, like, a donut shop. And she would bring donuts home. So, like, the, the mom was like, can you not bring donuts into my house? Because she has the same mentality that her sister does. They can't have food. Like, that's... So, my dad was telling me, and, like, he was like, well, she brought home donuts anyway. So, you're, you know, your aunt was very upset. And I was just kind of like, why, though? And he was like, what do you mean? She was, like, being disrespectful. And having lived with roommates, I was like, but it's not her food. Like, that... That's just where my mind was. It wasn't like, and I guess it's a different situation because it's not a roommate situation. But for me, and especially as a fat person, living with other people, I never touched my roommate stuff. Not even like, you know, borrow a cup of sugar kind of thing. Like I did not touch my roommate's food. I was never going to be accused of eating my roommate's food. So to me, those aren't my donuts. It's not even a matter of if I want them. They're not mine. And my dad was like, pointing out that it's 
And I guess in a way, like, the kids living there rent-free, taking up space, and disobeying what, like, just don't bring them in the house. Yeah. But at the same time, like, and this is no shade to my stepmom or to my aunt, whatever the case is. If you're making this choice, you're making the choice. And that's what you need to deal with. And, like, who cares if there's a plate of brownies in front of you? If you choose not to eat them... It's going to happen, you know? It's like anywhere you go, I don't eat french fries. In a restaurant, someone's going to have french fries in front of you. You know what I mean? Like, are you going to be like, you can't order that table 34 because I can't eat what you're ordering? Like, no. Yeah. (laughs) It's absurd. But I feel like the whole deprivation idea is not great. It's going to backfire. Eventually, you're going to get to the point that you want to eat a whole bag of potato chips in one sitting because you've been deprived of them for so long. And I think that's problematic. So I'm very much like everything in moderation, but then we get to the point where, oh, once in a while, this, that, you know, oh, I can eat that today. I did, you know, I exercised on the treadmill. I can have that piece of cake. I can have, and then it gets the other way. I'm just so, so tired of thinking about everything I put in my mouth. All the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like, it's so exhausting. And like the thought of tracking calories, like, I, I feel like I seriously have trauma after that. I, 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 it's probably really valid. I know some people who like, it gets really damaging for, and like, and then seeing other people talk about it can trigger them. A very dear friend of mine, whenever I get on like my super diety kicks and I start, I, I think I posted like macros of a meal one time, like that I had done for myself and was like, oh, it came out to this. She messaged me and she was like, I'm very proud of you and I'm happy for you, but like you're posting about this a lot and it's really upsetting me like when I see it because I just think about like my shit and I'm like, I'm so sorry. So I try not to post things like that, but like it also sucks how our generation, this society, how we have this, we're all traumatized by diet bullshit. (laughs) I don't follow people that I know are posting. Like I have a friend that like, like, got weight loss surgery and is very she's very vocal about like her journey like Mm -hmm. this is her thing and she is so small she's so small right now and I can't handle it I'm like I can't handle it and um she got the surgery because I got the surgery and I like it it's just a lot and uh yeah totally I am totally triggered by like friends I know that that post videos of them working out and their workouts all the time and granted like I'll I'll post like my like my big rides like my Mm -hmm. big mileage rides but it's not because I did it to lose weight like it's not because I did it because like last weekend I just like needed to get out of the city so I took my bike upstate and did the empire trail I just did like 15 miles out and 15 miles back and I was just like I needed to get out (laughs) I just needed to get out and so it wasn't about like it's not like like the only it's just not about that like for me in this like that moment like it wasn't but like I don't want to know about every time you go to the gym like I don't think anybody does I don't know I will so and here's a new like it's a fear of mine and I doubt that not I doubt even one person that follows me gives a shit but in my head I've done this to myself or I've posted pictures like in the mirror before I go work out at the gym, and I'll say something like, "Oh, if you didn't take a picture, did did you even post? You know, did you even work out or whatever?" Like jokingly, but now I'm like, 
when I go a really long time without posting a picture, do people think I've just been sitting on my ass? Like, do people think I haven't no. been at the gym? <laughs> like, am I not going to the gym if I don't post a picture? Do I need to post a picture every time I'm at the Because I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes it's like, look at the outfit. You know, like, sometimes it's just... Or I'm proud of myself for getting there. Because there's certainly days you don't want to go. Um. Especially, like, we've... Francine and I go to the same gym. It's on 45th and Dittmar's. Mm-hmm. I'm... What is it? Uh, triangulating myself? But whatever. Go find me at... <laughs> go find me at the gym. Like, whatever. Um, but for me to get there... If I'm walking, it's about 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how fast I go. If I take the bus, it's still about 30 minutes. So sometimes it sucks to go. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I, I post going like, look, I made it. <laughs> my gym is two blocks away from my house. Lovely. Because I wouldn't go to the gym if it wasn't two blocks away from my house. Uh, well, I joined the one that I joined when I lived in my old apartment, and it was kind of just a straight shot down at Mars, which it still wasn't super convenient, but it was... The only, kind of really my only option, because there's one on 31st Street. They're very rude. I went to, like, go get, like, a consult kind of thing from them, and they were kind of, like, they kind of looked at me, and they were like, oh, do you want to join our gym? Like, seriously. Like, I had, like, a, yeah. So I was like, you know what? No, I don't. Thanks. Like, certainly do not want to work out here. Um, And, like, you know, there's a Planet Fitness. There's a Blink. They're on Steinway, which is still not really close either, and they're further, they're closer down to you. So, like, it would still be rougher for me to get over there like so this is just kind of like the best option I don't know why there's not something like on 21st like there should be stuff over here and there's really not <laughs> um it's because people work out at the park <laughs> I guess I don't but know. if it gets cold you can't do that and I've and I've gone like when it's nice weather I've gone and like not run the track because I didn't run <laughs> I go there and I'll see people like there was what there was like a dance class there was like a dance yeah. gymnast Kind of, they do like group fitness things there. The kids play soccer. It's crazy. Um, But it's just, it's so hard sometimes to find the motivation to go. And like, you keep talking about how you bike and I'm so jealous because I wish that I could. You don't have a bike? (laughs) I do not have a bike. I have two. So if you ever want to go biking. (laughs) Okay. I'm saying I have have two bikes. (laughs) So here's my, I mean, I do, but I rode a bike. For the, like, in my adult life, this was in 2018, my dad used to live in a condo on Long Beach, like, literally a block from the, like, from the boardwalk. So I would go there. And so one time I was house-sitting, they went away, and I was like, I'm going to the beach. Where are you guys? I'm going to live in your house while you're gone. <laughs> and I rented one of the bikes on the mm-hmm. boardwalk. And, I mean, it had a wide seat, so it was fine. But I was so nervous about my balance that I held on so tight that my hands hurt by the time I was yeah. done. And I think we did about three miles. Like, I think we went all the way down and all the way back. It was me and my friend Joyce. And we did it. And it was fun. But I was so nervous the whole time. And I was shaky. And I was like, well, maybe it's because it's a rental bike and it's not like my own. You know, because, they, you know, they're not great. People yeah. use them. So they're, uh. um, And that's my, when I had a nutritionist, like, over a year ago, she mentioned how I should use city bike to go to the gym. Yeah. And there's a city yeah. bike right there, and there's a city bike at the gym, so it actually would be perfect. I'm so scared. So take the city bike and just ride around the park 
and then we've talked about trying to do that. And then you'll be like, it'll you get used to it. it. Yeah, yeah, you get used to it. So, because it would be like that seems like it would be cool, especially outside. You know what I mean? Like, because there's the gym, there's the bikes in the gym, but like you're not going anywhere. If you're on a bike ride, like going somewhere, or like on some trail, yeah, it's probably really nice. (laughs) And you said you were just in Amsterdam. You said you were biking all over the place. Yeah, actually, that was really cool because their whole infrastructure is like basically built around biking around the whole city. Uh, it's amazing. I love it. I, and but I was scared at first, and I was like, I'm not getting on a bike. Okay, <laughs> but like, it literally is easier to get places on bike versus like public transit or a car or whatever. So I had no choice, and then I loved it. I was like, I wish New York were like this, because I mean, we have, there. we have bike lanes, but like they're not the greatest. Yeah, I had wanted there. back when my mom was still alive. Like, I mentioned <laughs> to her that I wanted to like bike because um a good a, somebody I was very good friends with. He was biking a lot. He actually injured himself, and he didn't wear a helmet. So like I went nuts, and I was like, you can't do this. Like. As if I had any authority over his life, but I was like, I don't want you on your bicycle. It's going to make me nervous if I know that you're biking. So he actually, he had taken a break for a while, but I had mentioned to my mom wanting to like get into it. And she was like, in New York City, she was like, you're absolutely not allowed to do that. And I was like, I'm not allowed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, that's kind of the same as what I did to him. Her philosophy, she was like, I'm going to sit up crazy thinking like you died on the side of, you know, the street because some crazy person ran you over. And like, I feel like in Astoria, it's probably perfectly fine to bike around yes so it is something that i need to just like get over myself and try to do especially like before like snow comes um because i do i think it would just be it would be nice to have that option as transportation too because god knows it's a pain in the ass to wait for the bus as well like you know if you miss it the next one's not coming for 20 minutes even though it should come consistently and it just doesn't that was, uh, I remember one time I was leaving the gym and I needed to take the bus home because I think I had shot, like I had bags with me, you know, I didn't want to walk all the way home. And it said the next bus was like 30 minutes away. And like, I tweeted at them and I was like, this is unacceptable. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, well, it says it should be there. What do you mean it's not there? And then like one time they, they just drove right past the bus stop and I was like, I was so angry and you can't do anything about it. What can you do? You wait for the next one. So let's like to get back on topic. <laughs> this is what happens when I talk to people on the show. Oh, even when I interview like artists, we end up talking about the most random things. But anyway, um, so we talked about like the fact that like we're all kind of traumatized and how in the early two thousands, especially, it was like you know in to be thin and all that kind of stuff. But we're getting back to that like. What do, how do we, like, make it not happen? Like, what do you guys think, like, how do we, like, how should people handle this? Like, do we have any thoughts on that? I mean, I know we're not going to change the world on my podcast, but. I, I think the first, the first thing that, like, to, that could happen is to, like, for, you know, when somebody says something racial, there's somebody around to be like, shut up. Like, yeah. don't do that. But there's nobody doing that when For, somebody's yeah. when somebody's being like fat phobic. There's nobody like there's nobody that cares um, in the same way. And I think that it needs to be like addressed in a way that's like, yeah, okay, you can like like if you say, Oh, you're so gay, somebody'll be like, Bro, we don't say that anymore. Right. Or like Yeah. Um and, but if someone's like, oh, you're like, 
you're so fat. Like this, like, oh, that stop eating a donut. It's going to make you fat. Like nobody's like, like, no, don't say that. People are like, oh, you're right. And then I'll put the donut down. Like that's the, it's like, there has to be some, somebody being like, we don't say that anymore. Like we've gone, we've gone really far with like racial and, um, like sexuality and even like, uh, like, and not to say those fights are not still happening because they are, but oh, you're right. Yeah. Like tolerance or I, tolerance seems like that's not the right word because tolerance makes it seem like tolerance. It's, okay. it's the tolerance versus acceptance thing. Yeah. I think like like yeah. I mean, for sure, not to negate that. Like there are still raging problems with race and with with LGBT issues and it's like so mental health. Also, like when people like call other people the R word uh-huh. like at least yeah. me and cause I like teach in high school and they like have no filter I'm like it's 2022 we don't say those words anymore we don't do that anymore and um I so, used like, to use that word like as an adjective same and when I was a kid it was like did, n- but you grow a friend of mine was like that offends me and at first, like, I thought it was, like, yeah. going to be difficult to drop it. But honestly, it wasn't. And now I cringe super hard when and, I hear like, other people say it. Like, like, I'm neurodivergent. Like, I have, um, like, I was diagnosed when I was 14 with ADHD. And it's, like, a thing that affects my life every day. And, like, <laughs> I'm, like, don't, probably, like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't do that. I just saw, a, like, a doctor responded to a video on social media and because it was somebody who was like it was a very large woman <laughs> and she said I learned something today at the doctor's office turns out I'm obese had no idea and like that was the yeah. <laughs> she was very cute and the doctor like you know used her video or whatever and she said obesity is the only disease that we blame the patient for yeah oh my god and wow. like it's like damn <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah I don't know how like the thing is that in some cases, and a lot of cases, it is bad. You know what I mean? Like, my sister was 33. She died of a heart attack. She was almost 400 pounds. Like, and she was five foot two. Like, she was a big girl. And she, if she was thinner, maybe she wouldn't have had a heart attack. Like, so it is a concern. But again, that's the concern between you and your doctor. It's not, you know, strangers' business to shout at you how fat you are on the street and things like that. But it's also, like, there's no reason to be cruel to somebody just because of what they look like. And that's right. that's where the issue, I think, is. And how some children are terrified to eat because they're afraid to be fat. And, like, they are. That's Because yeah. ch- children are taught, like, it's bad. So, yeah, so now I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, right? Like, if someone says, oh, you're so gay, right? They know they're saying something bad. Right. Right, they know. They're like, oh, I'm... Or they... Not that it is bad, but they know that they're saying... They're it using as a, it as an insult. They're using yeah. it as an insult where, like, if someone says, oh, you're so fat, it might not be... Like, it's, it is an insult, but it's not like... Like, it's... Haha, you're so funny. Like, it's not... It's, like, not... I don't know. I'm trying to, like, rationalize my thoughts a little bit, but... I mean, so there's times where, like, you know, if your family is, like, concerned for your health, right... That's a conversation, like, that you might have. I had that when I was 25. My grandmother told me, or no, I guess before it's because she said you're going to die before you're 25 because you're fat. Like, that's what she said to me. <laughs> Gotta love an Italian grandma. <laughs> um, but, like, that's the kind of conversation that, like, you have with a loved one if you're concerned about. Like, that's part of the reason I moved up here. My father and his wife sat me down and they were like, we don't think that you're taking care of yourself in Florida. 
we'd like you to move up here. We'd like to help you lose weight. Like that was the thing that like that was part of why I moved up here because I was, you know, 400 some pounds and slowly killing myself by eating. Like that's what I was doing. So in that kind of vein, obesity is not okay. And it is scary. And there are a lot of risks, but it's still the person's business. It's not your job to tell them that, you know, like, and that's where it's like, there's still, there's nothing wrong with a person who that's going on with, but it's also not okay to act like, well, she should love herself and don't worry about it. Cause no, some people are literally dying because they're fat. Like that's the thing. So where's the line and where is it body positivity versus ignoring a problem? Well, but regardless, what we're talking about is, is the disrespect. Right. right. And just existing in a space that doesn't have compassion for those people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, regardless, body positivity does have a purpose. Yeah. Obviously. I think we can all agree on that. But like you said, it's between that person and their doctor or whoever else is in their life, right, that knows the details. It is not for strangers to be passing judgment. Right, or treating you badly because of it. Exactly. That's the whole thing. So that's, I feel like the line at that point is like, you know, shut the fuck up. If you don't know know what's going on and it's not your business. Like, And, and that comes back to, like I said, like somebody being cruel to me, for example, me, who I am today, someone saying something nasty about my size, it's kind of like, you don't know, like how far I've come or how far I'm going. So why the hell are you commenting on it? Versus somebody who does. Because I do, I think, I mean, I don't know, because obviously it's also, it's a very defensive and personal thing. Like, especially if somebody says to you, like, you know, you need to lose weight, whatever. But, like, when I was ballooning after my mom passed, like, because I gained a lot of weight pretty fast when my mom died. I was drinking a lot. I was eating, like, whatever. I didn't care. Um, I think if somebody had talked to me about my size and, like, that situation, maybe that could have stopped me from getting as big as I had gotten during that time but also maybe not maybe I would have gotten defensive and sad and whatever so it sucks though because I think that like if you love somebody and you're talking to them from a place of love it's still really hard and it's really personal and it's upsetting and it's a hard conversation to have because wait like it just sucks like oh like I can't yeah I can't have anybody talk to me about it ever never nobody zero people because we've been drilled it's been drilled into our heads that like the fat phobia has been drilled into Mm -hmm. our heads so it's like anytime somebody even like broaches that you're like the the walls come up immediately you're like what are you about to say exactly you know It, it makes it very hard to have healthy conversations about I mean real things that do affect our health and the way that we live our lives because of that well, and in addition to, like, the whole, what, heroin chic, that's the new phrase? Yeah. That was the old phrase. That was, that was the 90s phrase. Uh, well, well, but I just, we just, yeah, we just saw something. A friend of ours shared something on Instagram oh, really? that it was, like, a BuzzFeed article or something, and it was, yeah. like, super skinny people, and it, it said something like that. Um, on the other side, Disney, and I think this was what made me talk to you about yeah. Disney has a new short about a fat ballerina, like a little girl. Mm-hmm. She's basically like her, it's like a circle. Like she's a very, like, that's what, I haven't watched it yet, but that's kind of like what the animation looks, she's like a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing is like, she's battling with like body dysmorphia, right? Like it's a short. I don't know, and like, I didn't see it either. I just saw an article. 
Yeah, because people are people are angry saying they're glorifying obesity. But then when I posted that thing and it was like, I have so much to say on this topic. Like, I've never, ever in my life not identified as fat, ever, never. And for not one second in my entire existence have I not identified as fat, right? And I have never seen anyone in a Disney movie that was A positive character. Right? It's only been, like, my favorite Disney character is Ursula. Like, and she's a villain. Um, so, like, my, I, like, it is. Is she, though? She gave her what she wanted. (laughs) I love her. I mean, I love her so We could have a whole conversation. No, Ursula's evil. She's evil. She's but right, like, or at the very least, to the children, she is evil, right? <laughs> like, we could, we could, right, we can relate like, as adults going, oh, yeah, 16 year old, you want to do this? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, to the children, she's the villain in that story. But, um, yeah, so then, like, I posted that, and somebody, like, like, DM me and was like, I think it just kind of sucks that, that they had to have a, um, like, it had to be about her struggle with weight. And I was like, nope. I was like, absolutely not. I struggled with my mate when, with my weight when I was nine. Yeah. I was like, I would have loved to see a nine-year-old struggling with her weight. Yeah. I, like, that's how I... Like, I would have loved to see that. I think, though, the point... And maybe your friend had good intent... Because... Because why does the story have to focus on the, the character's weight? Why can't we just have a fat well, character? Well, I like... um. The one from uh, Encanto, the sister that was like oh, the Louisa. strong Louisa, yeah. yeah. And yeah. did you, so did you guys hear? So I remember I, I followed that a little bit, kind of closely because I was still doing my Disney podcast. Blah blah blah. blah. Anyway. They didn't make a lot of Louisa dolls and stuff I because they expected Isabella to be the favorite, the pretty one uh-huh. to be the favorite, and everybody wanted Louisa dolls. Yeah, because she's the best. And they, <laughs> she's awesome. She was awesome. <laughs> Um, so it, and it kind of goes to show you, like, they focus on, like, even Disney's marketing was like, oh, the thin pretty sister will be the one that everybody wants the doll of. Right. And like, no, society said, we want this one. Right. So we had a, we had an, like a character that was big and strong. And like, I love that. Cause I, I, I have identified as fat, but I also very much identify with strong. Like I've always been strong and, um, yeah, she is this strong woman, and they don't talk about her weight for one second, no. not ever. But had I also had somebody, like, a kid in real life, like, in a reality, struggling with their weight as something I could watch as a kid? Yeah, for great. sure. But, and, but that's Hollywood in general, too. Why has there never been a movie with, like, a plus-sized character who just existed as herself falling in love with someone? You know what like. Melissa McCarthy in movies, she's usually comic relief. It's usually a joke when she does something mm-hmm. like, you know, when she's running and stuff. It's, you know, it's comic. It's silly. It's, yes. Um, there was like Shallow Hal, which is like one of the most problematic movies ever. I mean, yeah, but that was showing like, what was that, early, early yeah. 2000s? They'd... But even, and so like there was like, there was Drop Dead Diva. There was that TV show. Oh, I loved that show. Where she, and it was cute. I loved but, that show. She was so upset that she was fat because she like she was a model who died and came back in a fat body like that was the right. premise of that show, and like she just worked hard to like get back to like whatever. Like, but then at some point she just was like, "This is who I am," and, and I, then like, the show got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great show. <laughs> it was a great show. Super problematic. I loved it so um, much. 
But I mean, every so and then and then like the other thing, the other big thing in like the news recently was that Taylor Swift video. Um, oh right. Yeah. What What's the name of that song? Antihero, I think, is called. Yes. Where she Where she's like, I'm the problem. It's me. And yeah, so she. My friend messaged me because I posted about it, and I was like, "Oh, good! After after the last few days of really hating my body, now I'm seeing this." And she was like, "No, it's about because Taylor had an eating disorder, and Taylor this and, that. and I said, "It's still really problematic." Also, Taylor Swift was never fat, so like it's nailed it. <laughs> like like okay, I understand like people struggle with eating disorders, especially in Hollywood, but like for her, I don't know. I'm not Taylor Swift, so I don't know. But like. Yeah, no, I think that she did not realize because she's never had to live it how damaging that image was in her video. Right, because like... Because you're looking like at skinny ha- ass Taylor on a scale looking down and it says fat. Right. So, so what would it say for me? Right. Like, what would it say if I stepped on that scale? Yeah. Monster? But, like, what? Well, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> like, what blob? What would it say? Because right, she'd have to be so disconnected from reality to think that the word fat ever described her. Yes, she might have seen herself as a little bit more overweight than her peers or a little bit, like a little bit more, like having a little bit more weight than like Well, because she's also super tall too, right? Right. So she's probably never weighed like 120 pounds because she's gigantic. Right. But like even... Like, she'd have to be... I know. So like, disconnected. So out of so touch with reality. So out of touch with reality to think that, like, the word fat would ever have been used to describe her. Whether or not she had an eating disorder. But, I, I mean, so who knows? Because maybe... Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe she is. Maybe she... But yeah, also, maybe true. she's been called fat by the media. That's entirely or possible. Or anybody in her life. Sure. At some point. But that's an because do y'all remember like when Jessica Simpson was being called fat left and right and like the woman's never been fat like she yeah like might have looked thick compared to others for a hot minute and like wasn't wearing necessarily flattering outfits sometimes but she was still a tiny tiny woman and like those magazines were like ripping her apart and calling yeah. her fat and I mean because there's there's a there's a list of celebrities like Kelly Clarkson was called fat when she won American Idol. Right. I mean, she's definitely, she's she's gained weight since then. She's, I think she's plus. I'm pretty sure it's safe she, to say yeah, Kelly Clarkson is plus size at this point. Mm-hmm. So what? You know? But, like, the, there are so many people who were not fat that they, like, um, Kate Winslet was considered fat in Titanic. They said she was fat. She's like, perfect. Like, I know. So I would perfect. kill to look like her. Um... It's just so gross that if you're not, like, if your bones aren't showing when you're wearing a bikini, the yeah, media is like, oh, if, they're so like, fat. If or if they ate a meal and they're, like, bloated. Oh, is she pregnant? Yeah. It's like, what is wrong with you? the obsession with the thigh gap? Yep. Oh, my God. That was really scary. That was a scary moment in life. You know what's funny, though? There was recently a torrid model. She had on an Ursula bathing suit, actually. And she's on a white background. And they absolutely photoshopped a little white triangle so it looked like she had like a little time and like when you have thighs that big and no hate to the model like obviously like she's but she's modeling plus size clothes she's not gonna have a thigh gap she's not gonna have one yeah and they put and it was very obviously a photoshopped little white triangle to make it look like there was a tiny little thigh gap and i was just like 
Why? <laughs> what was that for? I also don't understand what a thought, like, how does that even work? I've, so, like, my, I also feel like I have a very, like, bizarre body type. Like, I have zero percent body fat from my hips down. Like, I have no fat in my legs. They're all muscles. And Wait, I don't, <laughs> true, and I, like, swam. But I also, like, I don't have a thigh gap, but also I have the thinnest legs of any, basically any person I know. Like, I have such small legs, but, like... How broken do you have to be to have a thigh? Yeah, like, how small do you have to be? That's, like, too small. Yeah, I don't know. I um, had that when I was at my smallest, but, like, it was uncomfortably small. Yeah. I don't think I even realized the thigh gap could be possible until I was, like, an adult. Because, like, when I was a child, every woman whose body I saw, like, in a bathing suit or whatever, touched. Yeah. <laughs> touched. So I was just, like... <laughs> So then, like, you know, in magazines and whatnot, and you see, like, these skeletal, like, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, like, you know, with their, like, wide thigh gaps. And it was kind of like, huh. That's wild. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, how does that work? I don't know. I just want to be strong. Like, I just <laughs> want to be strong, and I feel like you can't be strong and have a thigh gap. I don't know. But who knows? I mean, that's... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so... Every, bodies are so interesting, too. Because it's, it's not like ever Like, it's not like thin people and fat people. You know what I mean? Like, there's such a spectrum... Of shapes, sizes, everything. Right. I just, somebody recently posted, this guy that I'm friends with on Facebook, like, all he posts are memes, and he's, like, a, he's a, some kind of personality, so, like, a radio personality or something, whatever. But he posted something that was, like, guys, would you ever date a woman over 200 pounds? And most of them said yes, thankfully, like, it wasn't a terrible conversation, like, because I, I was, like, cringing when I saw the post. But 200 pounds, what is that, like... That looks so different mm-hmm. on everyone. Yeah. As I say, I remember I just recently saw some posts from like my Facebook memories complaining about Donald Trump claiming to be. First of all, he lied about his height and weight, but I don't remember what the weight was. But I was like, "There's no way in hell that man weighs only this like much." One seventy-eight or something like that. He also lives in an alternative reality. <laughs> yeah. But I don't remember. But I remember saying like, "He doesn't weigh this. Like, he's got to weigh more than that. He has to weigh more than that, especially if he's claiming to be this height." Yeah. And then somebody posted, like, an athlete who was the numbers that Donald Trump claimed to be, and clearly looked very different. Yeah. <laughs> but. That's not to say that somebody else wouldn't look like, you know, completely different from this man and still have those measurements because this guy was obviously very fit, you know? So, like, but still Donald Trump, like, has, he had a big belly. Like, he was, like, he's obese. He's like a bag of mayonnaise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it might have been, like, 250. And I think I was saying that he definitely weighs more than 250, especially if he's, like, 6'4 or something. Because I was, like... I'm 5'8", and I'm... But he's also not 6'4", because he's... There's multiple pictures of him next to Obama, who is, like, 6'2", I think, and he's a few inches shorter than Obama. But... (laughs) But, you know, he has to convince people that he is healthy, so what's the right health and weight? You know what I mean? Like, that's where he's... And again, because of society. And nobody... I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people do care. I don't know who cares about how fat the president is or whatever. Like... Yeah. Do we know what Joe Biden's measurements are? I doubt probably. it. Probably. Like, do a physical. Yeah, but is it posted somewhere? Like, I, I guess. No, it's probably I mean, it's Googleable. Probably yeah. Information. I don't know. I would never think to Which Google it. Like, I never thought to Google, like, how much Obama weighed, how much, like, 
I never Googled how much Trump weighed. This was information. Kind of, I keep seeing those things about, like, the Kardashians, for example. Like, everything I've learned about that family, I've learned against my will. That's how I felt about Trump. I didn't go yeah. looking for information about Trump. It just always was there. I mean, I feel that about the Kardashians, too. I don't care about these people. And I know so much about them. Yeah. <laughs> well, just Trump in general and his fucking Diet Coke button. Yeah, I know. I wish I had a Diet Coke button, though, let's be real. I would love it to be able to be like, bring me a Diet Coke. I need to train Olaf. Oh. <laughs> I need to train Olaf to open the fridge and bring me a can of Diet Coke. Um, and But that's it. So, speaking of Diet Coke, and I feel like we should probably start wrapping this up because I feel like we're going to lose people anyway. Like, if, if this is, like, too long, the people are going to be like, I don't need to listen to this anymore. But anyway, diet things that are, like... People think, oh, she's doing that to be healthy or whatever. I genuinely prefer the flavor of Diet Coke to regular Coke. Regular Coke is too sweet to me. But that's something that, like, again, in my head, if I go to fast food places, which I really don't do often, but once in a while I do, and, you know, you order the, ch- okay. <laughs> the Big Mac and fries or something. <laughs> my baby. <laughs> um, you order, like, you know, a Big Mac and fries. And a Diet Coke. And then, like, when you go up to, if you're, if you're at the counter, you know, like, looking the way that I look or whatever, I'm sure people are like, oh, yeah, that Diet Coke's gonna really help while you're eating the fries. That's, I feel like. And that sucks. Because it's not, I don't give a shit. I like the taste of Diet Coke to other soft drinks. Like. Yeah, I, I am like that. I don't eat eggs. I will only eat egg whites because I don't like the taste of Oh, egg, that's so egg. sad. I, I love egg. So I love I all that. eggs. It's because I'm a finicky eater. I'm the yeah. worst eater in history, but I like, basically, because I like eggs, I like tofu, like, I like salt and pepper flavor, so uh, just, I like a vessel for, like, salt and pepper. Um, <laughs> so. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Last time I saw the nutritionist, um, that was, like, the first time somebody was, like, it's okay to eat fat. And like, yeah, copious amounts. Like, I guess. And I, yeah, I have an aversion, like, or has changed. So I have Pam because I sprayed the the, with Pam instead of just like putting some butter into the pan. Like last night when I made those mushrooms and I used real butter, I was like proud of myself. I sauteed mushrooms with with butter and garlic, (laughs) and I was like proud of myself for using butter because yeah, the same with like with the heavy cream. It's like in my head of like, oh, too much fat, can't have too much fat on my plate. Yeah, I'm insane. I'm an insane person. crazy and I know about it. That, that was like also the first time um, a nutritionist has talked to me about insulin resistance as well. Oh, I had that when I was 16 diagnosed with PCOS. I feel yeah, like I, yeah. it, it's a thing. That should be part of your physical, especially if you're overweight. They should do like the body type thing. Because exactly, with PCOS there are certain foods that are going to like hold on to like your fat or like you yeah. shouldn't have it. These yeah. are things that should be a, like easily accessible without going to a specialist, you know, like to pay more money to find out this information. Right. There should be stuff that's readily available. It should be healthcare that's readily available to obese people. Yeah. And it's not, you have to like go hunting to get to the right person to get to the, cause even like I had a nutritionist that I just can't really afford to keep seeing one like every week or whatever. So, um, that's the other problem too, is that it's like an extra cost <laughs> that shouldn't be if you're seeking this help and you need it as a treatment or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I had asked her, like, can I do one of those blood test things? And she was like, oh, well, it would be this much more and this much. And it's just an insane amount of money. But like, 
would it actually help me be a healthier person? Possibly, probably. Mm-hmm. But I can't afford it. <laughs> right. So that's crazy. It sucks. Because, and that's the that's another big problem that pe- like society blames you for this. They want you to fix your problem when you actively seek out the like tools to do that. You're met with resistance. Are there even nutritionists in like in Arkansas? Is there like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. who even knows? Oh, yeah. At least in New York, you have access to everything. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, there's a lot of factors that are out of your control. Like some people don't even have a grocery store. Like within a mile right. of their house, New York City. Yeah, food deserts. Food. There's no grocery yeah. stores. It's like yeah. in, in Manhattan. There's no grocery stores. So you know you're eating everything that they have at the corner store. Right. right. Exactly. To like. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you're like at the bodega. Yeah. Like looking at like Instant it's ramen. <laughs> right. It's like pasta and like Chef Boyardee, and that's that's it. Yeah, or the organic vegetables at the like the, the food stall next door only right. sells like organic or whatever and it's right like, which is expensive yep yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when berries are costing you eight dollars for a pint like yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna buy the berries what up new york city <laughs> <laughs> so it's rough man and it sucks that we're in this place where everything the internet has been a blessing and a curse in so many different ways and like body shaming and just nastiness is so, it's so for and for what like yeah, does it make you feel body. better about yourself after you tell someone how fat they are you know what I mean like oh my god do you the online dating men you reject talk, calling you fat anyone, oh else? My god. anyone else I feel like we need like a part yeah. two oh, because yes, like I said this is going to like we need to cut it <laughs> but we I wanted we've been talking about this too I wanted to discuss the experience of a fat person on a dating app oh, versus a... I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's yeah. talk about how I won't talk to French people because they're mean to me. Oh, I'm... no! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the entire country is canceled. <laughs> uh. See, and I was talking about... I, I really enjoyed my time in Paris a few years ago, and I was bigger then, and... But trying to go shopping. There was a day that I saved from... And I was like, I just want to, like, go find... And I looked up plus-size stores and stuff. It's not really a thing in Paris. Like, it's not not really a thing. So, and I was saying how, like, I would love to live in Paris. And I I do think that I really would love to live in Paris. But how would I, I, where am I going to shop? Like, what would, what would I do? (laughs) Order everything online? Like, so, I don't know. Anyways, um, there probably will be a part two because I do, I really do want to, like, hash out talking about (laughs) online dating. Because it's such a different experience for me for versus some of my other... Like, even versus you. Like, we have very different... There's been so many times that I've been like, has this one ever happened to you? And she'll be like, no. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I have stories. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but in general, yes, men... The moment you reject a man as a plus-size person, it's like, what? You have standards? How dare you? Fatty. Like, you know? Or I wasn't even into you anyway. Like, you're fat. It's like, <laughs> then why are you so mad? Go away then. <laughs> but anyways, um, this I had fun. Talk. I don't know how. I don't know how you guys feel. <laughs> you're, like, you're like I need to go eat it a brownie. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. nice to get it out there. Yeah, people that understand. So <laughs> yeah, if you enjoyed this, if you relate to this, you can um, hit me up on tw- for now on Twitter. Who even knows what the- <laughs> is going on there? But we're on Twitter at Sideby Radio, on Instagram at Sideby Podcast. 
This is streaming on all the platforms. So if you find this like on Anchor or something, or on iTunes, or I guess it's Apple Podcasts. Is that what it's called? Yeah, they keep changing the names. Anyway, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, streaming on all the things. If you enjoyed this, please let me know. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. There's, you know, click the little five stars and tell us what you liked. Um, or what you didn't, although you don't need, you don't need to be mean for no reason. <laughs> That's kind of the whole point of this episode. Oh, you know? Everybody calling us fat. It's fine. Yeah, please. I don't, we, we're all aware of what we look like. We don't need to hear about how fat we are. Um, but yeah, there will probably, maybe not like immediately following because maybe I need an episode or two in between so that it's not just all like, and here's another thing about fatness. <laughs> but we will, re- we, we need to talk about dating apps for sure. So, and I'm, you guys would be welcome to come back for that if you want to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you guys for being here. Uh, if you, do you want to let people know where to find you on, so you don't have to, but if you want, to, like, if people want to, like, follow you or whatever. Well, you don't have to follow me because I'm a teacher and everything's private, but if you want to follow my boat business, I'm at Freeport Water Taxi. Hey. <laughs> I remember I texted you, like, over the summer and I was like, when are you taking me on a boat? Literally anytime. <laughs> we have seal watching now. It's on Long Island. Uh, I'm a boat captain. So I'm the captain. Do you sometimes. do like the whale watching thing? Do you yeah. go out for like? Listen, my little baby boat can't go in the ocean, but ah. we have seals and they're cute. So my name is Emily. Seals. I'm Captain okay. Emily. And uh, yeah, do you want to go look at seals on Emily's boat? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking about November twentieth. You gone? You gone? I'll be back. I'll be back. All right, we'll talk. That would be so fun. Awesome. Oh no, I'm keeping it low key. Okay. You're like, don't worry about me, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are if you follow any of my stuff, you've probably seen her <laughs> my post. But, That's true. but if you if you want to find her, you gotta work for it because she's not just gonna tell you where she is. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much for listening and hopefully, you know, I'll be back sooner than later. <laughs> I want this to go back to being a weekly podcast, but it's just not there yet. So <laughs> Next episode soon. Okay, bye. (laughs)